Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry emphasizing God's unconditional love and grace. We pray that you'll be blessed as Andrew teaches insights from the life of Elijah. And now, here's Andrew. Today is the beginning of my fifth teaching on the subject of Elijah. And I tell you, this has been a rich series. These are truths that God has used in my life in just a supernatural way. And I've said this many times during this series, but you don't have to learn everything on your own. We can benefit by what's gone before, and that's exactly what the Scripture says over in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, that all of these things that were written in the Old Testament were written for our examples so that we through them might learn what to do and what not to do. Let me just jump into this. The last thing that we talked about was that after Elijah had done all of these great miracles, called fire down out of heaven, seen the entire nation repent and turn to God after he had ended the drought, after he had outrun a chariot over 20 miles with giving the chariot a head start, and with all of these miracles, seeing a person raised from the dead, the food multiplied, all of these great miracles, in the 19th chapter of 1 Kings, Elijah had a meltdown. I mean, he just, he was up at a height that maybe nobody else had ever been to. Of course, Moses was mightily used of God, but Moses never saw a person raised from the dead. Elijah was the very first person ever used by God to see a person raised from the dead. He had done things that nobody else had done, and he basically got swelled up with pride, with his own importance. I know some of you may think that you... You may be thinking that I'm too hard on him, but we've already covered this over in 1 Kings chapter 19. Elijah, after he ran from Jezebel and just was totally terrified and ran for his life, he came and he asked God to kill him. And he says, take away my life, for I am not better than my father. That, right, that statement right there shows a lot. The truth is he was never better than his father's. It wasn't because of his own goodness that God had used him. God has never had anybody qualified working for him yet. It was just the goodness and the grace of God. Now, sure, Elijah cooperated, and he humbled himself, and he depended on the Word of God, and he operated in faith, and there was a lot of good things that he did. But God never uses any of us because we are so awesome. It is because God is love, not because we're lovely, that God uses us. And we've got to remember that. And Elijah's statement right here shows us why he was able to stand up to the king with boldness. And all of the soldiers, he killed 850 prophets of Baal and of the groves. And I mean, he saw a great revival happen. He was stronger than five acres of garlic. I mean, this guy was just strong in the Lord. But then the queen sends a messenger with a note and he gets afraid. And, run. and you know the reason is because he took his eyes off of Jesus. He got to reading his own press release, release, thinking about how awesome I am. Look what I've done. And then he fell. And the scripture says in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. If, if anybody's going to be honest with scripture, you would have to say that Elijah fell in the 19th chapter of 1 Kings and a haughty spirit goes before a fall. In other words, Elijah got lifted up with pride, got to thinking he was better than anybody else. Look what I've done. And the moment you do that, you are headed down. And I've made this point. This is one of the great things that I've learned through 
Elijah is that you cannot uh, coast just because things are going good. As a matter of fact, when everything is going good, when it doesn't look like there's any problems on the horizon, is actually when you are your most susceptible to the devil. Because in hardship, most people will draw close to the Lord. They will know that, God, I can't overcome this situation without you. I need your help. Most people pray the most when their back is against the wall, when the doctor has said you're going to die, when your financial situation is beyond your ability. That's when most people seek the Lord. But when everything is going good, most people tend not to seek the Lord, and that makes you vulnerable to the devil. So one of the lessons that I've learned through Elijah is, is during times of goodness and prosperity, man, I need to hold on to the Lord tighter, uh, closer than I ever have before. Boy, that is a tremendous lesson. So anyway, Elijah went on uh, to go to Mount Sinai. He had an encounter with the Lord, the Lord asked him the same question twice. And you know, when God asks you the same question a second time, it's because you failed the quiz the first time or God wouldn't have let you retake it. So to give the same answer is wrong. And Elijah had fallen into this thing of thinking that he was the only one left. When the truth is, I pointed this out over in 1 Kings chapter 18 and in verse 13 and 14, it shows that Elijah had already been told that there were still a hundred prophets of the Lord left, that Obadiah had been feeding in a cave and hiding them from Ahab and Jezebel. Elijah knew he was not the only one left serving God. He knew that there was at least a hundred preachers left. And yet, he didn't feel that way. And he told the Lord, he says, I, even I only am left, and they are seeking my life to take it away. He was going by his feelings and not by what he knew. And man, I tell you, this happens to so many people. You know what the Word of God says. I just talked to a woman yesterday who was dealing with depression, and she's a Bible college graduate. She came back to one of our services, and I was talking to her. She was sitting there crying, and I said, You know what the Word says. You know all of these things that we taught. And she says, I know, but... And then she just felt these things, because there were some negative things going on. And I said, you know what? You are going to have to grow up. You are going to have to sit here and take your emotions captive, and you are going to have to just stand and go by what the Word says, and who cares how you feel? You have to deny those feelings. You have to stand on the Word of God. And after I talked to her for just a few moments and prayed with her, she was doing better. But you know what? There's a lot of people that honestly, they know what the Word says. They know that God is for them. Who could be against them? They know that God's going to supply their need. They know that God has already healed them, but the doctor said, but your mate said. And you focus on those things rather than what the Word of God says. And there's people that just indulge these emotions and let these emotions run away with them. You cannot do that. Elijah did that, and it cost him and others dearly. And so what happened is the Lord, because he answered this wrong, the Lord told him three things to do. God was speaking to him in an audible voice, this still small voice. And God told him to do three things. He told him to go anoint Jehu to be the king over Israel in the place of Ahab. So basically he says, Ahab's through. I'm getting rid of Ahab, you anoint Jehu. And then he said, you go anoint Haziel to be king over Syria. And then he says, you'll go anoint your replacement. 
you go anoint Elisha to take your place. And Elijah only did the last thing that God told him to do. He did not anoint Haziel to be king over Syria. And he did not anoint Jehu to be king over Israel. God was speaking to him in an audible voice. And yet Elijah had already gotten into depression. He was asking God to take away his life. He ran away. There was a red-hot revival going on in Samaria that God had used him to cause. He was the one anointed by God to preach that revival and to bring these people just past the threshold to where they recognized that God was God and not Baal. And Elijah was the one anointed to bring them in and to teach them the things of God. And Elijah, out of total fear, ran and was out of place, and he was so discouraged that all he did was go anoint his replacement, and he refused to do two-thirds of the things that God had commanded him to do. God told him to do three things, and God was speaking to him in an audible voice. He said, you go anoint uh, Jehu to be king over Israel, you go anoint Haziel to be king over Syria, and you go anoint Elisha to take your place as prophet. And Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19 immediately went out and anointed Elisha to take his place, but he did not do the other two things that the Lord had spoken to him and told him to do in an audible voice. And somebody says, now how do you know that? Well, let me just turn over and read this to you. In 2 Kings, uh, Elijah, he left the scene in 2 Kings chapter 2, he was gone, and Elisha took over his ministry. And it says here in uh, 2 Kings chapter 9 that Elisha the prophet called one of the children of the prophets and said unto him, Gird up thy loins and take this box of oil in thine hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. And when thou comest thither, look out there Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, the, uh, and go in and make him arise up from among his brethren and carry him into an inner chamber. Then take the box of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. So the young man, even the young man, the prophet, went to Ramoth Gilead. And when he came, behold, the captains of the host were uh, sitting, and he said, I have an errand to thee, O captain. And Jehu said unto him, uh, Unto which of all us? And he said, Unto thee, O captain. And he arose and went into the house, and he poured the oil on his head, and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. And thou shalt smite the house of Ahab thy master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all of the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha, son of Ahab. And anyway, it goes on to say that the dogs are going to lick the blood of Ahab and they would eat Jezebel and so that she would not be buried, but that she would become dung upon the earth. That's all the time we have for today, but be sure and tune in again as Andrew continues to teach on the life of Elijah. 
Take the opportunity to learn valuable life lessons from the Bible and avoid the school of hard knocks by getting Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah. It's available in either a CD or DVD album, a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. The fifth audio teaching in today's series is titled Elijah's Translation. It's available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this fifth CD free of charge. Our address is P.O. Box 3333, Colorado Springs 80934, or call 719-635-1111. Again, that's 719-635-1111, or go to our website at any hour. You can use credit card to order any of our ministry materials online 24 hours a day at www.awmi.net. Also, be sure to check out the TV broadcast link to find out about the Gospel Truth TV program in your area. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'm the host of the Gospel Truth radio program that has been airing on radio since 1976. But we have just canceled our radio programs. I'm sad to do that, but I think that that's what I had to do. And I want to let you know that we still have our television program available, heard all over the world. We have so much ministry material available to you on our website. There's just a number of ways that you can still take advantage of the truths that God has given me. So go check it out. You can go to awmi.net on our website, and it just has all kinds of ways that you can still continue to receive. So God bless you as you continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord. Gospel Truth Radio is changing to Andrew Womack Recorded Live. Starting in November, you'll now hear the full teaching once a week. Don't forget to tune in 